0: This is the Territory Story podcast, News Bites. Thanks to Opie Dennis Digital Marketing, your local digital marketing agency.
1: Hello there. Welcome wherever you're listening. Thanks for joining us. My name is Peter Gowers. This is the Territory Story News Bites, our weekly snapshot into what's happening and making news around the NT. I'd like to get the editor from the NT Independent Online newspaper on to talk to us. Chris Walsh, freshly back from a, uh, a little mini break.
0: Yeah, hey Pete, good to see you again. Good to be back. Good to see good see you again. too,
1: mate. And how is the yeah. Counting Crows, my friend?
0: <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> yeah, excellent musicians. Good show. Good, Both shows I were sure excellent. <laughs> I'd
1: like to talk to you about that a lot further, but we've got way too much to uh, sink our teeth into. What's uh, making news this week?
0: Yeah, well, I think uh, the big one is the one that's been making news since the beginning of the month, which is still not resolved. And of course, I'm talking about Jamie Chalker, or uh, benevolent commissioner, at least, uh, who we don't know what his status is. We still don't know. We haven't been given much more information, uh, except that now he has officially launched legal action against the government. I think last week Woody was telling you about uh, yeah uh, some uh, well a statement that was put out. He brought in Christine Holgate's legal team. Of course, she was involved mm. in that whole high-profile issue with Australia Post. Um, yeah, so they've been good as their word, I guess, and on Friday, very late in the afternoon, and nobody was aware of it, and the government didn't make any statement on it. But uh, we've obtained that originating motion in the Supreme Court, uh, which, yeah, as I said, was filed really late. Nobody said anything about it. And then on Monday afternoon, apparently they had hid his name from the Supreme Court list as well, So then it came up. ABC happened to be there for some reason. (laughs) So, you know, I don't know. All kinds of questions are being thrown around about that, and just about how all of this all came out. But um, yeah. Anyway, they uh, uh, Arthur Moses Chalker's lawyer made a few claims there, uh, including what we know now is that there's been four allegations made in a letter, an undated letter that was given to Chalker on. March 31st, that was the Friday before the Saturday that it it started to come out. Uh, Yeah, and and, and one of those is that, well, I mean, this is where it gets embarrassing for the government when we don't know exactly what all the allegations are, but there's one in there that says, yeah, one in there that says um, uh, that he had asked for the... Australia defense force to, to be sent into Alice Springs. And Arthur Moses in court reportedly said, well, that's factually incorrect. We think what you meant to say was the Australian federal police. However, that's still in contention or words to that effect that that's still in dispute whether or not he did that and asked the AFP to come in. But you're getting into some really dicey issues here. One, first off, how embarrassing is that for files that you can't even get a, a letter of allegations Correct. I, just, I, just thought
1: it, I thought it actually wonderfully and beautifully highlighted how this government it, it, it to me it encapsulates the the rule of terror that this six years has has been with this government perfectly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got that just incompetence there. And then um you got the other questions of if 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 he did ask for the AFP to come in. Or anybody else why the hell is an elected official uh influencing that decision that's an operational decision by a public servant he'd be better placed Mm -hmm. than files to know what's needed there and we know that alice springs is like it's been described as a war zone in the middle of a crime crisis if because politically that wouldn't suit the chief minister the police minister and they told him not to bring in reinforcements when he needed it when the community needed it well that's a serious problem and that's influencing improperly so uh, yeah, look, we'll, we'll get into it in some more details, uh, tomorrow, but, um, uh, there's just s- so many issues raised with this and hopefully we do get a little bit more. I'd, I'd imagine I've sent somebody that probably counting the money right now. I mean, let's be honest about it. They don't want this. So, oh, that was the other thing that came out today was you've got, uh, three days in June now set aside for this, um, you know, and, and, then the other thing he had asked for, and we'll get into it all next time but uh he also uh, tried to say that he, these allegations which we only know of this one and we don't know if that's a full one what that is but there are three more and that he wanted procedural fairness and natural justice to respond to those before anyone can sack him and basically mm-hmm. saying that the government can't sack him uh that was something else he was looking for that they don't have the, the right to do that now at this yeah. point so um yeah, so there's, 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 I don't think the government wants it to get to June 7th. But anyway, we'll, no. we'll, we'll talk about that a bit more because some of this is already very embarrassing. that's come out and potentially uh, politically damaging as well.
1: It, yeah. It, look, as you say, we'll talk about it in full detail on weekends with Walshie. But I, I, I've only read what you guys have written and I've, I've read some in the NT News as well. And it, it there's more questions than answers, but. At the end of the day, it looks extremely embarrassing for the government. The The yep. question I would have, which I don't expect an answer for now but would love to discuss uh, on the weekend, is in relation to the way I read it, and I'm just saying how I read it and maybe I'm reading this incorrectly, but there was some assumption there that the police commissioner was expecting to automatically be given another four-year term. And
0: well, yeah, isn't the trigger well, well, point
1: on the employer, not the employee?
0: Yes. Yeah. Now that was, um, I think that was just, he was saying he was acting in good faith that he expected it to be renewed. And that you're at right. this point where, where it comes up for negotiation on whether or not that would happen. He said he would have discharged his duties efficiently and with integrity, which Jesus, I don't know. But, uh, uh, anyway, clearly the government didn't, didn't think that any, you know, files won't say anything now, but the fact that it's mm. been brought into the Supreme court as an argument, the other thing he said he wanted to do was, uh, Fully enact all of his uh, uh, yeah. his changes, his reforms that he had brought in, yeah, which we yeah, know have just yeah. been wildly successful to date.
1: So, um, yeah, yeah,
0: we'll see, we'll see.
1: Well, another four years, I should be able to get some of them in. Um, the the uh, and I guess if, if you know pushing through the negotiation side of things, if if they can get out of that amicably, maybe a um, a reappointment for four years would be a booster shot in the arm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't see that happening. But anyway, for Very him, it nice. should, we, cool. should be. Yeah.
1: All right. So what else is making news?
0: Yeah, well, we just had this story up here just not too long ago now about uh, everybody's friend down in Alice, Darren Clark, uh, the Administrator <laughs> for Action for Alice. Uh, so he's now come out and accused Kate Warden of uh, the police minister, who's uh, also named in the lawsuit, and... Uh, with chalk or not anything here, but uh, Darren Clark said that during his uh, meeting with her, she had told him he was lucky that her husband had not come with her to bash him.
1: Oh, okay. So Does he travel on official government business normally. Or?
0: Apparently, he's the the muscle that she brings with her on official government business. <laughs> uh yeah look i don't know what he he's gone and asked some questions to them and uh to Kay warden about her interpretation of that meeting and when it happened now this is yeah. back in late 2020 yeah 2020 where uh uh darren clark had mentioned on the facebook page or something that uh, she was not around that she was on holidays for christmas while crime was spiraling out of control there yeah. uh they then had a meeting the end of march 2021 and that's when, uh, he said she was confronted or her chief of staff or one of her advisors, uh, had said, asked him if he worked for Owen Pike and if Owen was funding him, that was it. And he said, are you effing serious? I said, I haven't even met him. I have my own money and warden just effing unloaded on me. Clark says, uh, she said, how dare you attack me like that? My husband wanted to come down and smash you. You're lucky. He didn't come down here and bash you. She jumped She just kept going on with the rant. Clark said it was an absolutely abusive rant. It went on for a good four or five minutes. So uh, he said, look, he's bringing this up. Of course, she had um, made some um, pretty uh, strongly worded comments on Peter Dutton. Darren Clark was on Dutton's back. Uh, After a lot of that trip, they were clearly talking, and um, he had raised the issue of uh, children being sexually uh, abused. Of course, I saw some reports that said that he was told this by shoppers at a shopping center, but I actually read the transcript of the interview. He said that he was told that by police officers and by uh, uh, government employees who were afraid to talk publicly about this, but told him he had raised it. We know it became a national issue. He was accused of playing politics, and uh, Warden had claimed that it was a dog act remember that one from last week so he said look she's using language like this around but look at what she does uh, when she's in private meetings with people so um yeah, we'll see if we get any more on that. I know some people have been surprised today that, that that story's come out like that, those allegations. Yeah. So we'll see what she says.
1: Yeah, yeah. My my only thought on that is it's probably lucky he didn't go down there to bash him because he might have had his uh, uh his wheel stolen while he was parked out the front.
0: <laughs> yeah. <well, laughs> yeah wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, yeah, that's <laughs> I don't know where they come up with this stuff <laughs> sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus the police Christ, minister
1: is the one that
0: does talk to you, though, hey? Uh, the, I don't know if we'd say that. She's not kicked me out of two press conferences. Okay, but the, okay. That doesn't respond to any of our email questions. We oh, right. find out. Yeah, it's so the other issue again, there. Chris. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll touch on that, obviously, in more detail on the weekends. Uh, what else have you got for us?
0: Yeah, I think look, we're kind of wrapping up the old tarnished brass, starring Charles mm. Bronson as Jamie Chalker, and I mean the actor from Death Wish, not the other guy. I don't know who the other guy is, but I'm thinking of the movie Death Wish. That's what I was trying to yeah. tell you the other week. It reminds yeah, me of yeah. an '80s gritty cop thriller, Tarnished Brass. And uh, anyway, yeah, look, just some of the the highlights of his tenure that we've now done, and what Woody's, Woody's taking a lot of time going through this. It's um, 10 pieces. Look, the the last one here, we, we're looking at uh, what very well will will be most likely the last weeks of his tenure. So this includes uh, Chalker's lawyer at the inquest into the Kumunjai Walker death uh, claiming yeah. that Constable Rolfe calling the police commissioner a clown was perverting the course of justice. The overall sacking of Rolfe after trying for years. We know that that finally happened in the, some dying mm-hmm. days there. Uh, reports Chalker himself was asked to resign as we're still going through. And Chalker's high-priced legal response that he wanted his contract renewed. And uh, yeah, and more and more. And there always seems to be, even when we pull out the highlights like that, you get looking at it and you see something else that you forgot about. And you're like, yeah. wow, how was he allowed to be around this long? But uh, anyway, that's the ending for you.
1: Any chance of uh, the Tarnished Brass series becoming an ebook, Chris, on sale at your local newsagent for nine ninety five?
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to talk to Woody about that. It's <laughs> yeah, a good idea, man.
1: It's a brilliant good series. Idea. And um, as you said, it, it, it gives you that perspective over, you know, however long the period's been, I guess, three and a half years of uh, the various things that have occurred.
0: Yeah, uh, it's just, yeah, you, you wouldn't believe it unless you see it all together yeah. like that. And you, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so we'll see what happens here still with all of this. Uh, still a long ways to go by the sounds of it. And like I said, mm-hmm. it's going to get expensive here. But um, there it is. Everybody can see everything and, and keep reading. Look, we've got more stuff. It's, we've had some other stories this week about uh, reports that the police have not made public about crime and we're starting to talk to some people so expect some more on that Mm -hmm. but it looks like there's a may have been a directive to cover things up intentionally because it's getting out of hand and uh Mm -hmm. uh, yeah tourism's being affected interstate uh visitors so yeah there's a lot more coming
1: well, just remember the uh, chief minister said that the negotiations with the police commissioner be wrapped up in a week. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's holding out for about, I think it'll probably be, yeah, well, before June 7th, look, I'll tell you that, in
1: next, the next month yeah. and a bit, and it'll be done. Yeah. Mm. All <laughs> right, Chris, well, I'll catch you on uh, weekends with Balshi. Sounds good, Pete. Thanks. We'll see you then. That was Chris Walsh from the NT Independent Online Newspaper. Weekends with Walsh will be back again on Saturday morning, released just after seven am. News bites back again next week on the Territory Story podcast. We'll catch you then.
0: That was the Territory Story News Bites for this week. Thanks to Opie Dennis Digital Marketing, your local digital marketing agency.